I'm Danny, she, her. And I'm Laurel, they, them. And this is the Astrology of Podcast, a chit-chat episode. where I'm having a really hard time breaking myself out of the shit that I want to do. Like I'm working on something. I'm in hyperfixation mode yep. is really what it is. I've entered hyperfixation mode earlier today, working on my course because I'll talk about it in a little bit more detail. But, you know, I've been working on this group astrology mentorship program and I decided in the final hours, I'm launching the beta testing in like three weeks. And in the final hours that I would add a whole nother lesson to it, a whole nother module to it to teach people about transits and uh, timing techniques in the chart so they can apply mm-hmm. it and, and use them and learn it for themselves. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just like super hyper fixated right now and it's so hard to tear myself away to come record because I just want to – I'm I'm like trying to, you know, Dang do it out. three weeks worth yeah. of work in one afternoon as I want to do and it is just like reorienting, reorienting the brain. Yeah, it's – um. I feel like that's a common thing for people like us, ADHD, the tism, neurospicy. Yeah, it's like that same thing of like, um, I can't possibly start anything right now because I have an appointment to go to in four hours. Um, Can't start a movie because then that takes up half the time and then I need to spend all the time (laughs) preparing for and then processing after (laughs) 100 percent. it is the it is the like double-edged sword of this of this mental illness of this executive dysfunction is is what it is dude because i'm the same obviously i'm the same exact way if i have something at three and it's 11 a.m i'm like oh my gosh i can't do anything else i'm frozen yeah yeah yeah. because i can't be interrupted no and like if i do get interrupted, then we just don't know what's going to happen with said project. Like it may never, I might just forget about it completely. It never happened. And then what was the last Mm -hmm. hour for? Also, do you have a thing where like you overestimate how long something's going to take you? Like I swear to God, every few, every couple of days that like, if I take like a couple of days off work or like, you know, take a day and then like, I have like 11 emails. I'm like, Oh my God. (sighs) Like, okay. So from, and they're all like, they're all trash. (laughs) Well, from, you know, from nine to 12, even if they're not trash, even if I have 12 emails that I have to like schedule reply, do it. It takes me. Yeah. You don't automate that. I forgot. It takes me 10 minutes. It's still the quickest fucking thing that I could possibly do. Yeah, I don't automate. I do everything. I like to work. I like to take the scenic route. It helps my brain. Hands on, hands in, Virgo shit. It just helps my brain. It is. Like I can't try I can't possibly trust a machine to do what I could do, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> not in this economy. No, but yes. I completely I completely understand like having to be like, no, I'd rather do it this way because it forces me to do it. It forces me to think about it. It forces me to remember it. It forces me to do repetition Yes, with it like 100%. If I have a, a calendar on my site where you can just click and click, I might never even register in my brain that I have – like I still have to take steps anyway. So 
because I put it in my personal calendar. It's in my work calendar. It's like in my Zoom. It's like, it's got to be. My work and my personal calendar are one. Oh, mine too. I need things centralized. Are you the same way? Like you need things centralized. I need everything. Like, oh my God, Google calendars was down this morning and I almost was like, whoa. Oh, is that what happened? It was only down for, yes. I was like, what the fuck is happening here? I know. I was like, oh no, I don't know if anyone can like schedule things right now with me or whatever. Um, It's resolved now. But like, yeah, someone missed their appointment with me this morning because they couldn't access uh, through the Google calendar, which is how they usually do. Um, So yeah, but no, no, no. Everything needs to be centralized. Yeah. And all in one space, all in one place. Like, because I can't get too distracted. I can't. I can't. I will rabbit hole hole so hard. I made up a song this morning, actually. Like, this is a true story. This morning, I made up a song. And anybody that's listening is welcome to take this song. Uh, It is a list, a list. I need another list. (laughs) A list. A list. 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 I need need another another list. list. (laughs) New list. New list. This is what I have to do. And then I was like, oh, wow. Oh, and then you can start, like, like listing your shit out to that beat. A list. A list. And then I even got to cross something off that list, which doesn't always happen. Sometimes Ooh, the list is as far nice. as it goes. So yeah, I added – Dude, getting to the – making the list is a big move. Oh, dude. Well, honestly, is it though? Because how many lists? Like I literally have like a stack of small like post-it notes, which like don't have a sticky thing on the back, but like small, you know, squares of paper mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. just – I don't know, like, I sh- and I think, like, oh, I should just throw these away. And then I'm like, but there's a password on this one, so we should keep it. I don't know what the Ooh. fucking password is, too, but <laughs> I will keep that fucking piece oh, yeah. of paper till 2027. <laughs> like, well, you know, it's like, <sighs> I love this conversation right now. I, know, I love right? talking about, like, the neurodivergent experience. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's like I, I often remind myself, especially because I, I don't know about you, but I can um, – I'm going to gauge that we're very similar on this one. But, like, I do a lot of self-shaming for not being able to do stuff that should be so easy. Laurel. Right? Like – What's my stellium? It should be so easy. Very yeah, good. let's not I – mean, I wonder <laughs> if I shame myself. <laughs> It's literally like the top of my skills list, okay? <laughs> right, but okay, yes. but neurotypical people don't yes. have to give extra thought to doing things like brushing your teeth or picking up the piece of trash that missed the trash can that can sit there for days. Don't get me started on my ADHD like, Why piles. can't I pick up that wrapper? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like, like what's happening? But it takes an extra thought process it takes an extra conscious opting in for us to be able to do these things that should be formed by habits Mm -hmm. like all these habit making things um they might work very 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 well for most people to form those habits and to make it automatic but like it's a it takes a lot it's a very conscious effort it's a very conscious Mm -hmm. effort for us to form habits every day washing my face every day is a is a negotiation with myself Mm-hmm. Of why I will benefit from getting up and washing my face, mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's like, yeah, girl, like, <laughs> yeah, you know why? It makes you feel better. Your skin looks better. You feel more confident. You don't feel gross and icky. It's you know, like, just treat your body well. Yeah. Like, just do this for yourself. But every day, it's a fucking negotiation that I have to have until I'm finally like, okay, I've spent more time talking myself <laughs> if I'm gonna do this or not than it would have taken me to actually do it. And that's usually when I'm able to like finally 
put some motion in the ocean yeah. and get to moving. Yeah, I have a I find that I have like not I don't know not the opposite, but I almost want to say like the parallel to that where like I'll like brush my teeth and then I'm like chilling to you know, go to bed like winding down and then all of a sudden I'm like, "Oh, I want some chips." And so I'm like, "Oh, but I already brushed my teeth." But then I'm like, "Of course, I'm going to eat the chips. I do that one too. But then I'm yeah. like, I really should get up and rebrush my teeth. And then I'm like, but I'm so fucking tired. And like, it's chips. And then I'm like, but it's salt and vinegar chips. And then I'm like, mm. and then I, I'm like a freak about oral hygiene. Like I, I, I mm-hmm. floss, I floss every day. Okay. Like I, I'm a flosser. Like I brush twice, at least twice a day. Like it's not, it's a non-negotiable for me. It's almost like an OCD more tendency, which is. Also in the high Virgo, high vibe Virgo. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, hello. Yeah, like so. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. I need to put my face lotion, like my face and my teeth every. You know what I'm hearing? That's kind of funny. And like as we're describing our different nuances to our same yeah. neurodivergence yeah. diagnosis, yeah. is that you go in a lot more harder on uh, a lot more harder, <laughs> a lot harder on the details, mm-hmm. which is unsurprising. Yeah. Right. And that's what will get you moving. You're like, oh, but it was salt and vinegar. And that's what will do it. Yeah, but I'll obsess about it. For me, it's it's the time. Mm. Once I hit the time factor and I have my moon, which can be a, a very telling of habit mm. forming stuff, right? Conjunct Saturn, father mm. time. So it's like once I hit that point, I'm like, well. I got no argument here. I should just go mm-hmm. do the thing because I've already wasted, <laughs> you know, but it doesn't work all, all yeah, yeah, the yeah. time. You know, that doesn't always work. Sometimes like these, the paralysis will win out. Oh, I mean, look, it's happened, you know, but it doesn't mean that I'm not literally consciously sitting up all night being like, your teeth are going to fall out. Just so you know, your teeth are going to rot. Yeah. And this is going to be a really expensive dentist trip later. And <laughs> like, it's just, it's the mm-hmm. ruminating and they like, yeah, it's just that – and then it just – usually I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm going to just get up and go fucking brush my goddamn teeth so that I shut the fuck up, <laughs> actually. Like, I know. And to think some people can just do this. Yeah. Just do it. I don't know about those people. No problem. I don't really know a lot of neurotypical people, <laughs> to be honest. Like, I do know them. Well, it also apparently is a whole thing, and there's probably some evidence to back this up, that we fucking flock mm-hmm. together. That neurodivergence just fucking end up in each other's company by default. And it's because we probably feel more accepted and able to unmask a little mm-hmm. bit easier in each other's presence. So like when you do something we kind of even just a little weird and they're just like, ha cool, same and worse actually. You're like, oh yeah. shit. You get it. Oh, I don't need to be on yeah. guard. Like I can just be weird with you and that's totally Well, welcomed. and also – it's not unsurprising that like we were the ones that were weird. I I was a weird kid. I'm still a weird kid. Like nothing's changed. I didn't have friends. I was like very much shunned Aww. from growing up. I was big. bullied when I was young. Did young. I ever tell you this? I was bullied when I was young. I was not allowed to play with the neighborhood kids. Like they wouldn't let Ew, me play with them. Fuckers. Um, they would go out of their way to make sure that I knew that I was weird and different and that we don't play with Laurel. It was very lonely. Once I even got punched in the face by a neighbor kid because he didn't want me to slide down his hill when we had a snow day in North Carolina. Wow, what a little prick. Yeah, I was punched in the face twice in elementary school. Oh my God. 
another time was on the bus. Yeah, what on the, the bus. Fuck, I was dude? like in, in the window seat. Okay, whoever those two are need to do some inner child healing because you clearly were getting abused at home. They probably might have been. One of them probably was. So the one that punched me on the bus, I w- we had a signed Ew, that was the, the worst. And I just sit next to this boy. Oh my God, it was worse. I just sit next to this boy and he lived in a trailer park and the kids are fucking mean. So these kids that were like sitting in the seats around and parallel and adjacent to us were making fun of him for living in a trailer park. And I was a small one then probably what, like seven, eight, mm-hmm. nine, maybe, I don't know, elementary mm-hmm. school. Um, and everyone was laughing. And so I laughed cause I was like masking and I like recognized that it was wrong to laugh at him, but kid. also I just was yeah. a child like, Oh, and so he was mad and I was the closest one. And so he turned around, he punched me right in the eye. My grandma, I got home at my grandma's house. She put a big steak Ew. on my face, which I know yeah. you would hate, you hate that. But like, that yeah. was one of their like yeah. old timey things that yeah. people would do. Um, yeah. Oh so. my goodness. Jeez, I definitely was the puncher. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I punched a kid in, in elementary school, but I was so, okay. Hear me out though. <laughs> Hear I'm listening. Me I'm out. sure that kid had a good reason to punch me for uh, sledding down no, his hill. He didn't. So let's hear yours. He let's didn't. hear yours. Okay. I, my parents, like my mom moved from where we lived like 30 minutes away so I obviously had to go to a different school and I went from a Catholic school for four years elementary school is five years if you're listening in the U.S. or outside of the U.S. our school system is elementary school is five years then you go junior high for three years and then you go high school for four years so fourth grade I or fifth grade I switched schools so for the last year of elementary school I was the new kid And Mm. I remember the first day – no. So I didn't have any friends, obviously. I didn't know how to dress. I didn't know – because I wore a uniform before this. So I was like, oh, I have to pick my clothes? Like, oh, fucking no. You know? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And I was just so – like, just left out and bullied. And there was a guy – guy, a guy, a boy, a little boy my age, my classmate (laughs) – Yes. But when you remember yes. memories, it's they're, they're exactly. your peer exactly. in the memory. So it's like you still think of them as exactly. a peer. <laughs> so I wanted to like go across the jungle gym and he was like, you can't cross. And I was like, and I like put my hands on my hips and I was like, you can't tell me what I can to see do. It now. I, you know, I have just had it right at this point. I had just had it. I was like, oh my God, these fucking kids, you know? And he said, you might be cute when you're mad, but I'm not going to let you pass. And I went, you don't call me cute. And I punched him in the stomach. (laughs) I mean, that's hilarious. And sounds like straight out of the movie. And that's my coming out story. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Turned you off to boys very early. Oh my God, I was so fucking pissed. I was like, first you're going to try and tell me what to do, and then you're going to try and tell me I'm cute. I don't fucking think so. Um, I don't want to say your name because I don't want to get sued. <laughs> I'm sure you're listening. <laughs> Dave is not listening, guys. Okay? I promise you. Dave's, Dave's probably not, not listening. listening. He's golfing somewhere. Um, 
So yeah, good times. Good times. I think that it was completely warranted. I, you know, I'm going to come down on your side on this one. Warranted. How dare you? Get the fuck out of my way. I asked you once. Yeah. <laughs> way more worthy of a reason than, than being dominant over yeah. the hill. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the neighborhood that was hill. dumb. Okay. That was public property. That was not cool. Well, what was even worse was that like, okay, my dad's a lawyer and his dad was a lawyer. So they all, they both knew each other. Nice. <laughs> so like he, his parents and him came over to apologize to me because like dads needed to make sure they're still in good terms mm-hmm. with each other and everything. And oh man, it was, I remember the first time I went to therapy and the therapist was like, so how was your childhood? And I was like, oh, it was good. It was fine. You know, I had a normal, average, regular old childhood. And he was like, oh, great. Well, tell me about it. And I did. And then about an hour later, I was like, I did not have a great childhood. (laughs) (laughs) Turns out it was very lonely and isolating and that I dissociated most of it. So that's why I was only remembering what was fine about it. (laughs) Isn't that a fun coping mechanism? Survival. Uh, the brain's crazy, yeah, isn't it? It really is. Talk about AI. <laughs> My brain is artificially intelligent. I don't know where it's coming from. <laughs> it's not natural. It, well, it decides what to like keep yeah. and what not to keep and how to do the things all on its own. And it's like, whoa. Then one day you're just a person with all the stuff to deal with and you're like, whoa, yeah. <laughs> how do I even begin to do a- any of that work? But Starts with awareness. I have a question for you. Ooh, okay. What was your like hyper fixation as a kid? Like the thing that you were uh, uh, the worst things. I had a couple, but things that you were like completely one hundred percent like you were an expert on the subject matter. Okay, so fucking random. I actually love that question. Because I'm neurodivergent and it makes me like, that's yeah. a fucking interesting question. Don't be like, yes. what's your I'm favorite like, tell color? Me about your I'm like, I don't fucking purple. <laughs> like, what do you mean? What's my favorite color? Is it color? You know, shit, man. It's a spectrum. Come on, chartreuse. Like, what? Ask me something <laughs> real. Ask me something with depth. You know, make me think. Make me reach inside. Um, yeah. You know, fuck, let's get high and really talk about this. <laughs> Everyone now. Dig in, baby. Cheers. <laughs> okay. Weird, but um, I remember at one point bones. I know I know all the bones. Ooh. I know all the bones Neat. in the body. Um, I could not do multiplication to save my life, but could tell you where the zygoma is, the humerus, the radius, the ulna, the tibia, the phalanges, Ooh, the, the carpal, tibia. the metacarpal, the tarsal, the metatarsal. <laughs> like, I still remember them wow. clearly to this day. I wanted to Ooh. be a teacher. And so uh-huh. I was really into science. Like as a younger kid, as I grew, I stopped being into it. But like the way that I learned from school as a kid was to teach my little teddy bears so I did that mm-hmm. very – that was actually like – I wouldn't say it was like a hyperfixation, but it was like a regular thing that I did. Like if I thought something was cool in class – that here's the thing too. It had to be cool because if I didn't like it, then I didn't care to teach the bears. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I wasn't Correct. listening. Yeah. Um, but it did help me right. – it did help me like with math um, like uh, in middle school actually. I was still doing this, um, which would have gotten me just creamed but I was still teaching teddy bears like in middle school to like learn my math because I could not fucking figure it out and I needed to pass. Um, And it did really help. But I would like, yeah, I had like a a little like chalkboard, whiteboard in my bedroom. And oh my God, it was like, honestly, like I look back and like such a little cutie because I would be like, 
I would like turn off the lights and be like, I'll wait until we can be quiet. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you have the, that is too good. I would be like, Minnie Mouse, do you need to come and sit by me? <laughs> you were just ready to be the disciplinarian. Like, yes. Oh my, <laughs> oh my God. gosh, that's so the details. I mean, it's the detail. We're going in. It's still Virgo season, so of course we're still going in very heavy on your Virgo placements right now. But I like, wow, that's just right? like out there. Like that is just like very like down to the nitty gritty. I taught my stuffed animals too, which I love stuffed animals, and I always Me did. Too. And I thought one day I was going to outgrow it, and then I didn't. Ooh, and okay. I was like. When do you stop loving stuffed animals? Like, I just, you know, the whole concept, the whole moving into adulthood thing was very, it it remains very weird sometimes because I think also part of the spice, the neuro spice is, is this childlike wonder, slow maturation, I guess. I don't know, but it's like, I still love a plushie. (laughs) That's what I like to call it. But like I still love a plushie and and cartoons are another thing. Like I always loved cartoons. I thought one day you just kind of grow out of it. Mm-hmm. One day you just kind of become a grown up. And one day you just get like pay attention to more serious things and you begin to like the news and and or or like yeah. whatever. And I phew. I mean they make adult cartoons for that reason. Yeah, they do. And I love them yeah. and I watch them and I like anime a lot too. Okay, so like there you go. I found my way, don't you worry. So was that your hyperfixation as a kid? Pokemon specifically. Okay. Okay. I was was also really into like mute, like artists and stuff. So like I knew everything about the fucking Spice Girls. Like that was definitely Mm. a hyper fixation of mine um, since since very young. So like Jerry, that was a personal fucking attack. That was a personal attack when Jerry left the Spice Girls. Oh. I mean, I mourned. <laughs> I really had to take some time with that one. <laughs> and also now there's like this conspiracy. Well, I don't know if it's a conspiracy theory, but there's a theory that Jerry and Mel B, Scary Spice and Ginger Spice, had a little love affair. Whoa. And that could have been really sort of the catalyst to why she left. Oh. And so now I'm like, <gasps> child Danny, stand by. We may have some big good news. <laughs> oh my gosh. What, how recent is this news? That's like, I mean, what's coming just out? Just like get what's on TikTok. It's just like a somebody oh. on TikTok like got, I don't know. It's like a, it's like a gay spiracy. I don't know if that's a thing, but it is now. Oh, you know, love that. it's like, it's like the gayler, like Taylor Swift being gay. Yeah. Like there's a whole conspiracy theory about her and like possibly her coming out with this new 1989 Taylor version. You don't know what I'm talking about. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, but okay. But you're onto something here. Cause like you do hyper fixate on artists. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, and like Mary Kate and Ashley, I was like, so. Yes. Okay. So there's something about icon, iconography that you are very inherent, which Leo's son. And a way of the 10th house. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Actually, I never thought about it in those terms. Wow. Well, this is an interesting direction we're taking today. I know. I was super hyper fixated and focused on Pokemon. That was probably my first one true love. I knew everything there was to know about the original 150, like the the Kanto region, like 
Oh my gracious, I was obsessed. I was always playing those games, watching the shows, playing make-believe with it, like just losing myself in that imaginary world. So hello, mm-hmm. dissociation. Oh my God, dude. The amount of but television like, I watched. all the books. Books. That I could about it. And yeah. anything, anything I could get my hands on. I wanted to know everything and have like so fully formed an understanding of like that place and that world and da 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 But I've done that with a few different things mm-hmm. over my time, most notably these days, astrology. Yes. Yes. Losing myself into like these these worlds i mean these like universes of of different energy and and whatever but it's been the very aquarian of me as well to hyper fixate like that mentally yeah yeah mental ways yeah i also think that um that's part of you know how like neurodivergent people like they're like oh they have superpowers yeah well well, that's one of them is like we can hyper fixate on something like self-awareness and healing hi i'm danny hey um you know like i was like oh no i'm broken i need to fix me let me get to the Mm -hmm. root i'll go to peru and do plant medicine and like get fucking busted wide open and now i'm like wow look at all these other realms and they're like come i'm like okay i'll just spend all day here (laughs) yes learning the tarot went like that for me too yeah so it's like starting my business too was a hyper fixation monetizing off of these hyper fixations is like you know what i love that for us um, also, I'm just remembering Winnie the Pooh was one too. Like as a young, oh and how young, adorable! I was obsessed with Winnie the Pooh. I actually told like my entire first grade class. I think it was first or second grade. I think it was first grade. I told my entire first grade class that I was actually married to Winnie the Pooh. So I don't really know what the love fuck that for you. But you know, that was oh he's wholesome. He's innocent. Good vibe. Yes, he was so comforting to me. And I had a Winnie the Pooh bear that like kept me safe because I was home alone a lot as like way Mm -hmm. like way too young like six seven eight years old like and so I would be scared and I would just like hold my Winnie the Pooh I was Winnie the Pooh for Halloween that year so Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. I used to um not respond to my name oh I'm sure we all did that was awesome no 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 you had to call me you had to call me Pikachu you had to call me Evie (laughs) You had to call me Nine Tails. You had to call me Ar- Arcanine. Like you had to call me whichever Pokemon I was currently obsessed with. Oh my! God. And I would not respond to Laurel. <laughs> like you had to refer to me, and like I would role play as Pokemon. I was like seven. Yes, <laughs> like, I love it. Too old for this. No, but like it's not. It's not too old. You're right. No, it's not. But I felt that. I felt that. And so it was very, um, you know, I got kicked. I got sent to the principal's office (laughs) for like doing this in school. Like in school, like I wouldn't respond. Like not just to my parents, like my teachers. (laughs) My peers. And like my coaches when I figure skated, you know, like there was a stretch where I had Coach Janet had to call me Pikachu (laughs) (laughs) on the ice. I even – so in figure skating, um, at least when I was figure skating, you're not allowed to skate to music with words in it unless you're doing what is specifically a showcase. Okay. Where you're – yeah, it's just a showcase to okay. the words. And so one day – one year – so everyone does this Christmas. There's like a Christmas like competition performance that the skating rinks will all put on mm-hmm. and the different skaters sign up and all have their different routines. 
and um, everyone picks like rocking around the Christmas tree or or other Christmas hits, sleigh bells yeah. jingling and whatever to do yeah. their, their routines too. I refused to perform unless I got to do it to the Pokemon theme song. Oh my God. <laughs> and so I did a routine in the Christmas pageant uh, skating like performance to the Pokemon theme song. The whole oh, thing. Oh my God. I the extra verses honestly, and everything. Good for you for fucking advocating you. for yourself. <laughs> that Being is a, such a little freaking weirdo. Dude, I, okay. So in high school, I was a cheerleader and I was a competitive cheerleader. So like I was, it was really serious for me. Um, and Did you really love the movie, but I'm a cheerleader? Of course I did. Are you fucking kidding me? So good. Come on. I mean, and classic. bring it on. But like, but I'm a cheerleader. Oh, well, yeah. But, like but I'm a cheerleader. Classic. <laughs> Natasha Leone. You can't oh my tell me. Honestly, the whole cast. The whole cast. The whole cast. Everyone. Um, Everyone. But yeah. Oh, my God. What a fucking great movie. What a like, what a what an awakening that movie was. Like, I was like, yes. um, are they all going to fuck? I was like, oh my god, I really <laughs> hope they're all going to fuck. Like, why do I hope this? Oh, no! <laughs> uh, anyway. Am I gay? Did I catch so the queer? Gay. Dude, I knew I was gay. Like, I was like a little girl, and I was just like, oh, yeah, women, is that's where it's at. Like, <laughs> yes, dad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You were on to something here. <laughs> I get it, dad. Yeah, mom, that's gross. I don't know what the fuck's going on with you. <laughs> But uh, what was I going to say? What was I saying? Okay, so I was a cheerleader, and there was this really stupid – I want to say it was like a VeggieTales song that I was, like, obsessed with for, like, no reason because I was just a fucking weirdo, and it was, like, a joke. And it was, like, this song – like, my best friend, like, put it on a mixed CD for me, you know, like, as a joke. Mm, like, she love was, a like, mixed oh, CD. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Like, we would – and she's, like, look, I made you this CD, and it, like, has it. So we were, like, doing our cheer routine for our competition, and we're, like, picking the music for it. And I was like, oh, my God, we got to have Mushu. And then, of course, my best friend Tatiana was like, oh, my God, we kind of do. <laughs> and so we did. We put it into our routine. It was like, Mushu, shoo, 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 This is so stupid. Oh, my gosh. I'm, like, <gasps> so embarrassed right now for Team Danny. She's, like, mortified that I'm sharing this. Let it be. Little inner child Laurel is like very embarrassed by the extent of obsessiveness that I could am deeply capable of. But also like leave me be in peace. It's cool. Yeah. Just again, don't interrupt me. (laughs) Honestly, that's really what it's about. It's like don't interrupt me from my fixation. Don't interrupt me from the thing that's like giving me life. That's actually really real. Like when I get interrupted and when I'm doing a task, Mm -hmm. I get pissed. I get upset. Me too. Like I, I will. I will like. I get irritable. Oh my god! With people I don't mean to be irritable with, well, and I'm like the request they're making is completely reasonable of no, me, and they don't well, even know that I'm occupied right now. Yeah, I guess I'm thinking in terms of like the last couple of years of my life and like what that mm-hmm. looked like for what the interrupting was, and it was not <laughs> innocent or <laughs> respectful or like so you know. But yeah, I get. I'll be like. God damn it. It's the same thing too. Like if I get woken up, like don't interrupt my sleep either. Mm. I am such an asshole if you wake me up from sleep. Hmm. I'm actually pretty I'm pretty good about it. Oh I'm pretty my God. I I'm I'm very easy to approach about waking up. Not I don't I don't know what, dude. I'm like a heavy sleeper. <laughs> and if you wake me up, I will be like, what the fuck do you want? <laughs> like I like do not wake the sleeping bear. 
my best friend Laura, um, she is a fucking sleeping bear and she'll fucking punch and hit yes. in her sleep. Oh. Like she has hurt her husband before. Oh, I don't do that. As he tried to wake her up and she wakes up. She's like, oh my God, what happened? He's like, you fucking just punched the shit out of me. And she's like, oh my God. I'm so like, and she's like, you, you really got to take like a walking stick and like yeah. poke that bear. Yeah. <laughs> I love you, Laura. <laughs> I remember one time my best friend Tati, we're talking about our best friends. Hey, Tati. Uh, Tatiana in high school she she was like on the phone or something and I was sleeping and the reason I remember this because she just didn't let me forget it for a while but I guess I told her like Tatiana if you don't shut up I'm gonna throw a textbook at your fucking head (laughs) there was like like a math textbook next to me or something and she was just like it was the most violent fucking thing like you weren't even awake like you you just sat up and said it and then like flopped back down and she's (laughs) called me before because she doesn't understand Tatiana my best friend beautiful sweet loving love you to death you're like my sister does not understand do not disturb doesn't apply to Tatiana okay if you have your phone on do not disturb she's calling twice she doesn't care if you're in a session. She doesn't care if you're recording your podcast. She doesn't care if it's four o'clock in the morning your time. She's calling. If you don't answer, fine. But she will break through the do not disturb, okay? She will notify you any fucking way, okay? So she will call me. And I like apparently there's been like numerous times where she's called me like in the morning when it's a ridiculous time, Pacific Standard Time where I am because you're three hours ahead. And we have a whole conversation. And then like, I'll call her like later that day and like start talking about something. And she's like, well, I was, I told you about it this morning. And I was like, what? I'm like, no, what are you, what are you talking about? And she's like, bro, we talked for like 20 minutes this morning. And I was like, whoops, I don't think we did. Like you're a little cuckoo for Cocoa Pups. And then I have to like go back in my calls. And I'm like, that was at 530. I wasn't awake at 530. She's like, well, you talked to me. <laughs> That doesn't mean I was present. I'm like, what the fuck was I talking about? Was I was I speaking or was I making animal sounds? Like, let's let me ask more questions. <laughs> oh, don't you love it when you can like be silly, weird, and make animal sounds with people and they're just like meow and then meow. Oh, I mean, if you can't hang, like you're gonna be weirded out. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. Like, I'm gonna be singing half the shit I say. Um, I will be interrupting to relate. Um, oh, can we can can we talk about that for a moment, dude? You guys might have noticed on the podcast. <laughs> it, it'll be one of the things that we get a forum if we make it. If we make it, it's going to be one of the things that people talk about. We fucking they can't. Blah, 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 blah. Danny's constantly can they stop interrupting. interrupting each other. Yes. They're constantly talking over each other. <laughs> like you don't even know. It takes me a while to edit our episode. So what they're getting is the is the is the edited versions where I am literally going in and putting in empty yeah. space to create enough room for us to have our full statements yeah. without talking over each other. And it's yeah. just something I've gotten in trouble about it for mm-hmm. my whole life. Oh, yeah. Uh, f- from teachers, from friends, from employers. Um, one is it of the talking other too about- much or is it talk interrupting? Because mine's talking too much. Like I'm just – they're like you need mine's to Mine's interrupting. Okay. Mine's interrupting. 
And I do have Mercury and Aries, and that is a manifestation is 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 interrupting jump like jumping into acting into a speech impulsive like speech. thought like yeah. fast impulsive speech yeah yeah um and so I would get in a lot of trouble and some like and lose friendships over it sometimes because people were like you're never you never listen to me and I'm like but I am so listening to you I am like I am trying to bridge any perceived gap between us and and share and engage and exchange yeah well and that's the thing that people like especially neurotypical people need to try to keep in mind about your friend who does interrupt you or who like quote unquote makes it about them the way that neurodivergent people tell you you're not alone tell you i understand is by saying i get it because here's why so you understand that I understand, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like also I feel like for me, it's almost like a correct me if I'm wrong. Like, yes. This is how I'm perceiving what you're giving yes. to me. Is that how you're feeling too? You know? 10 million percent. Yes. I am so anecdotal. Yes. Yes. Because I need to make sure that I'm framing it right with yes. you. Yes. Is or this – You know, am that, I we're getting se- it that I'm seeing it the right way or – and a lot of times it. in my coaching and in my astrology practice, that is extremely helpful. And many yes. of my clients comment and they're like, thank you so much for sharing mm-hmm. you and bringing you into these sessions because it really helps me conceptualize and relate, you know, and I, you know, we do flock together. So yep. there's a good likelihood yep. that some of my clients are also a little neurospicy too. Love it. And so it's, it's that good, mm-hmm. but it's positive feedback when it yep. happens like together. Yeah. Yeah. I relate a lot in my mentorship. Like I'll, I share a lot about my own journey and like my own, you know, we talk about different things. Like we get deep, you know, we talk about boundaries, we talk about healing, we talk about collaboration, you know? So it's like, I will share my own stuff. Um, and obviously in Akashic sessions, that's a little less. I will only share personal if the records tell me share this with this person. And I'll be totally. like, totally. Oh, in astrology okay. readings, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't do it as much unless it's, it's relevant. Like it's relevant to the I'm like, like I just had this transit. I just had this thing, so here I can speak from my experience mm-hmm. recently upon it. Exactly. You know? And like when the records do feed it to me, it's very concise. It's very like like tell this person this part about this event. It's yeah. not like I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, so story time. Long pull story out the parts that matter. You pull out the parts that exactly. matter. Exactly. Exactly. Because for a lot of neurodivergent people, it is sort of like there's no really like long story short. <laughs> there no, is no there TLDR, isn't. bitch. This is why we also tend to be uh, over deliverers. I talk about this a lot with some of the people in my coaching community, um, some of the other entrepreneurs that I coach around their business. I have one person in particular I'm thinking of. Whenever we get on a call together, it's always we are like, so what are we scaling back today? (laughs) (laughs) You know, because we both have this like, well, if I want to teach them this, then they also have to know this and they also have to know this and they also have to know this and they have to see the whole thing so they can understand the one small component that I originally wanted them to understand. But now they have a whole lesson plan, Mm -hmm. which has proven to give me a lot of work in making my course but also gives me a lot of confidence that I feel pretty solid on how thorough of a foundationary course it is because I'm like, oh, well, if I mention that, then I got to make sure they know about this too. Yeah, yeah, that's true. 
So it gives you an advantage as a teacher or instructor, potentially. It works in your favor if you know how to work it. Yeah. Right? Right? It's It's why it's important to learn how to live in alignment with your own energy. Well, you know, that's the funny thing is like I have sort of fought my psychiatrist for a long time about like taking meds every day. You know, and she's like, well, it will help your anxiety and it will help like your scatter stuff like da 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 It'll help this. And I'm like, yeah, but but I've worked really hard to live my life in accordance to the way my brain works. And I got it to a place where it works. It's not necessarily easy, but as we already know from the top of this episode, do I ever <laughs> want easy? No, no, sir, please. <laughs> I will pay the toll price for the longer road. <laughs> Why? Don't know. Because it's less traveled, I fucking guess. I don't know. Um, but, you know, where was I going? <laughs> ADHD. <laughs> what was I saying? <laughs> what were you saying? I don't know. Something about roads. <laughs> and not anything about roads. Brains. Chemistry. Brain chemistry. I have worked really hard. <laughs> to live my life in alignment shit i need meds every day every day day. literally living the point and the case (laughs) (laughs) she's like see exhibit a i'm like okay next time you go to your psychiatrist just play this episode for them (laughs) i know i don't need to she's very well fucking where um shit i actually do have a an appointment coming up here and it is it's the appointment that I'm supposed to tell her okay I'll do it every day okay so here's here's what here's my here's my unsolicited advice that I'm going to give you anyway because I'm your friend please do I would love it I've been taking meds for my ADD since I was seven since I was diagnosed at age seven which was pretty early Anyway, so I've been medicated since I was seven. I did go off of my meds for a year when I was 23. Unironically, a 12th house year. Mm-hmm. This was before I was like deep into knowing about that part of astrology, but I was in a 12th house year then. Uh, so it has a lot to do with surrender mm-hmm. and ego sacrifice and sinking into the depths of the subconscious. So that just happened to be the same year that I decided to cold turkey my meds. It was the worst year of my life, <gasps> probably. Um, oh my God, I've in, been living the worst memory. year of my life, Laurel. It was not a good one um, being without it after, you know, being on it. And it still sucked. I didn't, I wanted, I wanted to be able to feel like I was in control of Aww. myself, that I had, I, my willpower had more power than my mind. But the thing is, they're the same thing. And so eventually I got back on meds. And when I did that, oh, I dropped out of school too when I went off of them. Um, that's when I dropped out of college and, Anyway, when I eventually got back on them, I went back and I graduated college and everything. But I also realized that like, hey, you know what? It's the way my brain is. We're starting behind the start line. It's kind of like everyone else is is at the starting line for life. And we're we're pushed back. Our starting line is back further. So like taking meds is just – it's not – giving an advantage to you it's just putting you at a baseline to to function better and the why not you too why not no, you too you're not wrong that. you're not wrong and like i can see that i can see that a timeline and we and it's funny too because i was i was medicated for a short time in college when i first got diagnosed and i was like no i don't like these they're making me shaky and then was like and then I dropped out. So <laughs> funny. I don't think I'd go back. But uh, anyway, mm-hmm. um, you know, here's my thing. It's hard with 
with taking meds every day, first of all, I just hate it as a neurodiverse person because that means that mm-hmm. I have to hold myself accountable to do something every single day. And that's yeah. just hard as we know. Um, and the other thing is that my dysregulated eating gets ramped up when I'm on yeah. – when I take them – Like I have to be extra conscious of both drinking enough water and eating enough, especially Mm -hmm. when I start to focus because quite frankly, I don't find that the meds help me not hyperfixate. It just helps me – Hyperfixate more efficiently. Yes. Yes. It doesn't change our brain. It just puts some bumpers on it. It does. Like I'm not like, oh, I forgot to do the dishes. It gives you more of that oomph. And then I'm like – do I want to literally abandon this? Yeah. Yeah, it does. It, it gives does. you a little bit more of that oomph that we were talking about in the beginning yeah. to be like, I have to fucking remind myself and negotiate with myself every day to wash my face, right? Like but having I just, being medicated helps to give a little – that negotiation time is a lot shorter. Yeah. It's a lot easier to just like There's also a shortage. It. There's a shortage. And like am I really going to choose to like start taking it Every day, like, start getting a prescription that I'm going to have to pay for out of pocket, first of all, because I don't have insurance. Mm -hmm. And second of all, yeah, that's why I'm like, "Mm, I think I want to stay off rather than, you know, because, like, I told her, like, yeah, I'll do it. And then I was like, just kidding. Let's not. And then I was like, maybe just kidding again. And she's like, why don't you make an appointment? I was like, okay. (laughs) So, but there's a shortage. And I'm like, is this the time that I want to – get back on these meds because that's going to be something there's that- no perfect time you're not wrong there's no perfect time there's a shortage because of this bull- bullshittery pharma people and I it's know. like come on dude like but then what happens economics. too when i move to europe and you know it's not that it's going to be impossible to get them but in some countries I won't be able to like I'll have to make be very strategic like I'll have to have to make sure that I'm in Belgium have insurance can get appointment it hopefully my assessment works there like I don't know do you know what I'm saying so it's like yeah do I mean that's definitely something to look into but it just seems like such a fucking chore it's it's a lot it's a lot ultimately you're gonna have to do whatever is is best for you I just don't want one of those reasons to be because you think that like you're getting some kind of advantage no, or anything. I honestly like that. think that if I was medicated every day, like if I had been, if I had been medicated since I got diagnosed in college, I would probably be a millionaire by now. I'm not even lying to you. I know. Like, I know. It would be over for you bitches. Like <laughs> it would fucking be over. It's just also the another thing that happens to me or that I noticed you know it's hard to say like it happens because like it's been a long time since I've been on them or on a regular basis but um sometimes like if I do take my meds if something happens and like I start get an intrusive thought or I get pissed or like something happens it's like then I hyper fixate on that and I'm like son of a bitch like now the next six hours are gonna be just spiraling and it's like harder than even to get distracted and pull yourself out of it so I'm like Mm -hmm. I don't know man like there's pros there's definite pros but there's it feels to me almost an equal number of cons yeah I don't know the only thing I guess I could 
say is test it. Test it, see how you feel. Yeah. Test it if see if those pros are worth it, especially if it seems like it could break even either way. That's true. That's true. That's true. Oh, we'll see. Why not give it a shot? See how it hits. See how it feels. See do you if think you that it? Do you think that it's like helped with like anxiety and like Absolutely. I okay. there is no doubt. My depression, my my like comorbid depression is a symptom of my ADHD from the deficit of dopamine. Yeah. Right? Like oh, yeah. it my when I am medicated, I don't feel like I have functional depression. When I am and if I do, it's usually like seasonal yeah, situational. Yeah. yeah, sure. When I go without meds, it will take a fucking less than a day for that giant dip in good chemicals to have an immediate return in the form of depression. Mm-hmm. Like it will be like a, like a day later, <laughs> like mm-hmm. a day, like the day that I don't have my meds and I'll, it'll, all the depression symptoms will be very loud in addition to the ADHD symptoms Executive as well. yeah. Yeah. It's very – it can be very paralyzing. Like I said, I have, a, I guess, what you'd call maybe a severe case or at least I used to, you know, but – um. It's very loud and I know that it does – it definitely helps me with the other kind of runoff uh-huh. of the mental illness. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Um, there was like a bunch of stuff that I was supposed to do for this appointment since I don't have insurance. Like, I don't know. I had to like send in something about what I was making so that they could figure out what I owed. I don't fucking know. But I have not done it. And so I also just probably am not gonna. <laughs> mm. Which might just be like, she might just be like, Danny, does this not convince you? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, here's the assessment. I did the assessment. They're like, okay, hey, where is it? I'm like, what do you mean? It's on my computer. They're like, I should probably print that out <laughs> so I can take it. <laughs> oh. I need help. Man, it sure is fun being neurospicy, don't you think? Sometimes it's fresh. We we started really fun. Everyone was like, damn, I wish I was neurodivergent. Now they're like, thank God. <laughs> I know. We gave this got dark. a little taste. I didn't know that this was the direction our t- discussion was gonna take today. How interesting. I love How it. Fascinating. Though. Me too. But we should change gears. To talk about next season. Do you guys know we have another season coming? We've been renewed for season three. Ah! Oh thank you. Thank you. Thank That's right. you. We chose to renew ourselves. So. <laughs> Self-validation. Because <laughs> they'll just let anyone have a podcast They'll just days. let anyone have a podcast if you guys anyone. know. Ugh, including so neurodivergent. <laughs> including two fucking neurodivergent fire signs. Send help. S-O-S. S-O-S. Another list. Another list. I need another list, list, list. Okay, well, let's list out our potential season topics for next season. Okay. So Danny posed to me the other day the astrology of the Spice Girls, which I was like, oh, how interesting would that be? Okay. Seriously, you guys, pull through for me on this one. Email us. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we could do in sync too with the tour coming up. The unannounced reunion tour that we're all – 
using our 401ks to pay for. I'm just kidding. I don't have a oh 401k. I'm neurodivergent. We could do a whole, but uh, doing a oh, band seasons like on like bands. groups. Pop, yeah, pop, pop groups bands, could be interesting. Groups. I know we have. We're currently and leaning most heavily. We're thinking towards pop, pop star. stars. In Britney, Miley, Lizzo. Hello. Okay, Ariana. Christina. Oh, Christina. She's such a bitch. <laughs> I want to do hers. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. So I've like, heard nothing but terrible things about her. Taylor. We could do a whole season on Taylor. We could do Taylor's albums, the astrology of Taylor's albums. Okay. We'll might need to make a Patreon and have that as bonus content. Okay. So that's what we're most leaning towards. I had pitched the astrology of bad boys. Bad uh, boys. At some point. Yes. We have fun. the astrology of cults too, which we were like. Cults. We, we were going to. Really that do. was like going to be season two. And then we were like, sure, it was going to be season three. And now we're like, do we push it back or do we keep it? So. We could kind of. So we got a couple of options on the table. Yeah. Comedians, uh, we thought about too. Comedians. Comedians would be a good one. So we got a bunch of different ideas. Seasons three through 10, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that's. That's what's on the horizon. We are going to take a few weeks off. Um, probably take about four weeks off to prep research. Chill. Get a jump start on things. Get Take medicated. Time. Get <laughs> See medicated. You next season, bitch. I might be a whole nother person. I might be <laughs> running the podcast. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> like Laurel does. Damn. <laughs> wow. If this is not a before and after, right before your eyes. <laughs> it could be. Oh my gosh. You'll be like, let me do that. And I'll be like, oh, okay. imagine. I don't know. I don't know. Because okay. that would well, require then- learning. I don't. I'm not hyper fixated on it. That's okay. You don't we'll have see. to be. It's we'll really see. hard. Side note, it's also really hard to learn stuff that you're not. Yes, it's, that's what I mean. Fixating on. That's what I mean. Yeah. It's like I won't. It'll, so I'll be shitty. I'll be. I'll do a bad job. You know, that's another thing. Just to circle back, really fucking quick. Last thing, I think that the school systems need to be like. I could have learned math. I could have learned math, but not the way they were teaching me. You know? Yeah. And it's like I there's do. something to be said about also like that's not my strength. And like I'm self-aware enough to be able to like be like, nah, that's not going to work for me. I won't be good at that job because I won't like it. <laughs> hmm You know? But I also think especially when it comes to math, like I know they're definitely um, – they've changed the curriculum a lot and they're teaching in totally different styles and it's like basically been proven that the way that they were teaching it was the worst way they could have been <laughs> like in so many different regards. But I literally um, have trauma around math. Like, I think trauma. I think that if someone had made math interesting in a way that would have helped peak confidence – Mm-hmm. It would have been just as easy for me to go down the math and science rabbit hole sure. as I did all the, any of the other ones. Sure. But yeah. Anyway, we're going to have another season. It's going to be awesome. You help us tell us what do you want to hear? What do you want to hear? We listed off, you know, only about 18 things. So you can add to that list if you've got something. God, we could do the yeah. pre- we could do presidents. We could do I mean, there's so many. That would be cool. You know, there are just so many like just rabbit holes we can go down 
So mm-hmm. let's... scientists would be an interesting one too. Yeah, philosophy. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, so many cool ones. So really excited to bring you next season. And um, I would follow us on social media to figure out to find out what next season will be because that's where you'll that's where we'll announce it. Yeah, we'll put some polls out there too, and yeah. email us at the astrology of podcast at gmail.com. Also, I think next season on our first episode of next season, we'll announce the winner of our giveaway. So yeah. go give us a five-star review on whatever your listening device is that you're is. listening on and shoot us a screenshot of that. And we'll enter you into win a half hour, either astrology reading or Akashic record reading with one of us. It'll be your choice. Yes. Do you want to and look at the planets or do you want to look at the past lives? Yay. Fun. And also um, just like a quick little like thank you to everybody who has like tuned in and has kind of come along with us on this journey. I can't speak for both of us, but I think I can when I say like this is really fun for us. Like we really enjoy bringing this content to you, this podcast just is fun. Yeah. Having the space is really valuable and, and important in our healing journey. Yeah. Um, I think too, because it just gives us a chance to weekly meet up, talk about some shit that we find interesting, engage with that like inner child a little bit, engage with our inner teacher a lot, Yes, which is so, so valuable. I've learned a lot just, you know, about astrology from practicing these charts and, and being able to have this platform means so much to me. And I just, I love it. And I just really appreciate everyone who chooses to listen. Like that's powerful. I I don't know if, I don't know if I always recognize or if it's always just like pointed out how powerful it is to feel listened to. Yeah. Heard. Hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we appreciate you. Like if it weren't for y'all, we, I mean, we wouldn't keep doing it. So (laughs) keep listening and we'll keep recording. Yes. Okay. Do you have anything else to to tack on? I actually wanted to hear a little bit about this course that you were talking about at the top of the episode. Um, And I would love to talk about something that I'm dropping here soon during our break. So perfect. Okay. So I've been working for months on creating an astrology mentorship program. I have had a few one-on-one mentors over the mentees over the last um, couple months. And I have successfully crafted over 30 lessons to help build and teach the foundations of astrology. And so I am getting ready to launch the beta testing of this group that I'm creating. So it's called the Wandering Stars Astrology Foundations Group Mentorship, which like I hate that I named it that because it's so long, but it also tells you exactly what it is. I mean, can you- You can abbreviate it or something. Cute. I I do. W-S-A-F. Hey, love it. Hey. Anyway, so what it is is it's these over 30 self-paced astrology foundation courses that I 
am teaching you the foundations of how to read and interpret a birth chart, giving you the fundamentals, all of the tools that you need to start practicing and applying astrological insight. And then we have this like community aspect where there's a Discord channel for everyone to interact together, provide support, get feedback, ask questions, share their little observations throughout their own days. Like, oh my gosh, the moon was in this house of mine and I noticed (laughs) this happen and like really like lean into the lived experience of their astrology with other people who are learning how to speak that language and growing, developing this tool for for themselves. It's just so powerful to speak to other people speaking the language. Yeah. It really helps elevate the learning experience. As you can testify to, just like listening, right? Well, and I want to take it. So I'm like, I'm stoked. Oh, it's going to be super, super dope. Yeah. We also are going to have once a week meetings. We're going to meet weekly for an hour, I think on Mondays, probably at noon Eastern time, and just kind of do what I call astrology in action, where we look at a chart, we pick a chart, and we go through it, and we interpret it, and people get to practice what they've been learning in the self-paced studies and apply what they're what they've been learning and I'll be there to help facilitate and offer insight and point out cool things so you get to see it live and you get to practice it it's kind of like I th- I'm thinking of it as like a lab mm-hmm. portion yeah. Yeah. of a class you know it's like go try the thing do the thing apply the knowledge yeah and I'll also be holding weekly office hours too for anyone who wants to just like pop in um, I think those will be on Thursdays for an hour. Anyone who just wants to pop in and ask questions about the material um, that they're working through and just kind of add some a little more guidance and support to the learning experience. So that's going to launch on – I think I'm going to release the courses on October 15th and the first – session, the first live astrology in action session where we get together and do interpretation stuff will be October 23rd, which is a Monday at noon. So we got like three weeks before launch and I am looking for beta test participants who are getting a premium offer to be in the program. I'm raising my hand. I'm raising my hand. Oh, oh my gosh, um, it'll be so good. Yes. Um, uh, where can people like where what's your handle on Instagram? I don't know that we ever on really... Instagram, it's at attuned underscore alignment. That's my Instagram handle. Um, I'll be posting about it soon. Yeah. You can definitely find out more about it on my website, which is www.attunedalignment.com. And it has its own like little tab in the menu that talks about the group. So you can go find out more information um, and enroll in it if you want to. I'm so excited to build an army of astrologers. I'm just like so pumped. And I've been pouring my heart into this. And I just want people to know the language and speak it and also build community and friendships and like connect with people who are on similar journeys. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Powerful stuff. Community. I love it. Yay, Laurel. Yay. Congratulations. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. So I have an offering coming out here pretty soon. I am working currently with um, a couple of beta testers myself, um, and this is an inner child healing program. So um, I hosted an inner child healing retreat back in April. It was so wonderful. 
beautiful and inspiring and I want to do more retreats, but I also want to be available and like bring this to more people. So it's a six week Mm -hmm. program and I'm offering one-on-one sessions and I will also be offering small group sessions. So per six weeks, I would only be able to take a handful of people, both one-on-one and then the small group sessions. And I'm just super, super excited. I basically just teach you, we go over your goals for healing and you know, patterns and behaviors. I We learn how to identify our inner child and our inner teenager, how to connect to them, how to communicate with them, and how to become aware of where they're showing up in your life, where the healed adult would probably be better suited for the role, right? So mm-hmm. yeah, we, it's just such, it's been, it's been wonderful working with my, my beta clients and seeing just their sort of growth through the weeks and the awareness, right? This is not like a, oh, in six weeks, your inner child is going to be healed. This is very much a beginning of the road or a rooting of the, of the road, right? So like if you have done inner child healing work, but you find it difficult to make it a practice and a habit, we were just kind of talking about that, right? Mm-hmm. Especially for the neurospersy, neurospices, neurospersy, neurosparsis, um, you know, so this really helps you, gives you some tools, gives you some awareness to like what it feels like, what it sounds like, what it is when our inner child or our inner teenager are running the show. Um, and, you know, ways that we can let them be them and run our own show. <laughs> so mm. it's really, really wonderful um, between the retreat and the beta clients. It's I just it's valuable. That's what I'm. That's what I have to say about it. I can just hell see yeah, it baby, valuable, and it's changed my own life. So it's stuff that I work on and and con- have done and continue to do. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, you can follow me on Instagram um, at Akashic Danny, and I'll be posting about that. And then of course my website is linked there as well. My website is lionheartliberation.com. That's my business name. And there you can get in touch with me. You can read more about it. There's also its own little tab. And yeah, I think I'll be launching that October 6th. So then Happy I am, yeah, dude, around the corner. Yeah. That's why I was like, oh my gosh, today I was like, I need a list because things are happening. <laughs> I need to quickly. Be on top time of just it. keeps on slipping. Yes. Yes. So very excited. Very, very excited for this new offering. I'm still mentoring, um, still doing readings. And would love to work with you. I'd love to work with you. That's how we met. That's I think how we some, met. Of, some of our listeners know that, but that's yes. how we met. I was Danny's client. And then I was like, we're friends. And Danny was like, we are. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah. And like, honestly, all of my mentees, like, I'm literally just like doing a little catch up with one of my mentees tomorrow. She's like, I want to <gasps> fill you in on stuff. Is that like, are you available? Yes, I'm like, are you most. kidding? That's Here is a Zoom link. <laughs> <laughs> oh. We love it. 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 Oh, and the other thing too, if you ever sign up, if you sign up for my mentorship, you also get the um, spiritual hygiene and workshop, uh, spiritual routines Mm -hmm. and hygiene workshop that me and Laurel did together. You get that for free. Um, You also get a lifetime discount on Akashic readings or coaching sessions with me. So like, I'm also, I'm also offering lifetime discounts to people that sign up for my inner child healing course as well. So that's, love that for you. Always a little 
nice plus. That's it. Wonderful. That's season okay. two, everyone. That's season two. Holy crap. We did two seasons of our podcast. Can you believe wow. it? I can't. And honestly. almost one year. We, in December, it will be one year. That's unbelievable. In December, it will be one year. All right. Love you. Love you. Thank you. Thank you. See you soon. See you soon. And don't forget to invoke your willpower. And make good choices. Bye. Bye.